Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sex Sales Podcast, podcast where a relationship therapist talks to a uh, toxic comedian. Yay. And we try and unpack my toxicity. <laughs> this is basically just a therapy session for me, isn't it? <laughs> Free of charge. What I do I it. get out of this? Practice. Practice. Okay. Followers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Potential client base mm. for your future virtual yeah, practice, right? I've been telling her to start... Uh, virtual relationship therapy, yeah. Zoom relationship therapy. I people would want it. I need. I'm so close. I just don't know how to set up a website. So I tried and failed, and then I tried to get someone else to do it, and they got like sixty percent through it. It's been a roller coaster, but just anyway, come a, bit, come a bit this way. <laughs> if anyone knows how to set up a website for me, I'll pay you. Help me. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of people who know how to set up a website. So there you go. Message her, uh, Eliza Joy Wilson, on Instagram. I don't know how to use. I used Squarespace. That's the classic one. I tried using WordPress, but it was just too complicated. Another good one is um, the best one now is ah, what's the one that everyone recommends? Not Squarespace. The other one. (sighs) Mind blanking on it. Helpful. (laughs) But uh, yeah. (laughs) You can come back to to that then. Set up a website, hey. Anyway, how sure are there's you? YouTube tutorials. I'm good. I'm good. We're going to start this podcast. Um, I'm going to read off some uh, interesting. What have you got there? Stati- little diary. These are just some notes that I make when I study. So it's a journal. Such a nerd. It's uh, a diary. Yeah. So this was something that they were they were they had a chapter on leadership on this social psychology book I was reading, and um, they asked a bunch of people. I don't know how large the sample space was. Mm. Women are preferred as leaders when the group experiences intra-group competition. So when there's fighting amongst the group, wow. women are preferred as leaders. Yeah. Men are preferred as leaders uh, when there's intergroup competition. So if there's other groups from the outside, yeah. I mean, if there's warring tribes, then we want a man to yeah. stand up and lead the military battle. But if there's that. just a lot of competing factions within the group, people want a woman to soothe everything, yes. I guess. Um Yep, and when people feel when people feel threatened, they desire and they desire change. Uh, they generally opt for female leaders because, for a lot of people, women are associated with change. Mm. Uh, people are happier under female leaders, true, but they have the perception that more gets done under male leaders, even though it's not necessarily mm. true. They did say for military organizations and for other. Um, situations where it's all about task completion and efficiency men tend to be better leaders not Mm. always and then for situations that involve a lot of um relational and uh, yes interpersonal activity women are better as uh as leaders there so for situations like classroom any sort of education government organizations they said women are much better leaders So I thought that was very interesting. Is, I can see that. That makes a lot of sense to me, especially the first one about how when it, when there's issues within the organization or group, it makes sense that to me that people would naturally want a female woman to – female slash woman, I guess, um, to be the leader because she's going to be more empathetic to everyone's situation probably, like by stereotype. They're probably thinking, okay, she's she's going to understand where I'm from or whatever. She'll want to hear us out. Whereas, mm. like, sometimes the stereotype male CEO will be like, cut the bullshit. 
like i'm sick of this you're fired or whatever mm-hmm. but then with the when the issues are without with uh, outside of the group or organization maybe that masculine like i'm gonna stand and defend and fight like is when we done. are more like leaning towards wanting a male mm. so it's interesting yeah when the uh achievement comes ahead of how people are feeling within the organization yeah. i suppose that's when the males are preferred if there's threats from the outside i wonder if, if there's the company a company needs to be mm. taken back from the brink of bankruptcy i wonder what about the um if the i guess non-binary people fit into like a preferred leadership style category mm. that would be interesting Thinking about some of the Western political leaders, a lot of the female leaders, well, there hasn't been that many. There was uh, Margaret Thatcher in the UK. Now, that was a very masculine woman. <laughs> she was very hardline, strict, conservative. Mm. Did not, she just, uh, a lot of people in the north of England still hate her because <laughs> all their jobs got outsourced. But then a lot of people really like what she did and her economic reforms. I don't know enough about UK yeah. politics and the economy. Theresa May seemed to be one that had quite a lot of firm masculine qualities, but then also uh, was perceived as, you know, when there was this situation of Brexit that was occurring, mm. not well, still occurring, Theresa May was the leader between 2015 to 2017. So there was just so much, sorry, 2016 to 2018, maybe something, it was only two or three years. And there was just so much tension in the UK. They just voted to leave. But then there was all this constant bickering about how the deal is going to look like, what's going to happen, do we appease uh, all the factions here in politics? And she seemed to be very, I guess, maybe people perceived her as a bit wishy-washy and not able to be truly firm and hard-lined about, yes, we're going to leave or, yes, we're not going to leave and we're going to do it this way and this mm. is my hardline stance of a deal. Mm. And eventually she got ousted and then Boris Johnson is perceived as a bit more of that hard man who will do the no-deal Brexit, although I don't think he even did that. I think he did actually compromise on that and even he's endured a lot of um, calamity. But the Tories in the UK are doing so well in the polls. Labour has just been decimated there and that's an <laughs> That's a different Look at podcast. You. I literally cannot contribute anything to this because I know nothing about politics. Well, Jacinda Ardern, you'd know her, yeah. right? the Prime Minister of New She is very much, a, she's not, a, I wouldn't call her a masculine mm. woman in, by any stretch. That That is, she seems like a very feminine yeah. woman. Yeah. And she, well, she's won there. I don't know how popular she is right now. Mm. Um, I like her. She, she, I don't know enough about her policies and things like that and just purely on her personality and I've only seen a few interviews here and there. I do feel like on a purely gut level, oh, she just seems so, you know, there was one point where she, and this was after the Christchurch uh, tragedy, the first thing she said to Walid Ali was, oh, let me give you a hug. And I just thought, well, what is it? Come on, how's this going to help? Like, let's figure out the policies. What are oh you going to actually God, do? Neil Why do you want to hug the guy? Like, come on. She's showing unity. Yeah, she's I know, showing but I'm just, support. I know, I know. For a lot of people, that and is. She's a, winning influence from her people. She's winning respect. I know, but, well, not from me. But <laughs> I don't know. I just, on a gut level, I thought, I just roll my eyes and thought, oh, come on. Like, 
It's not the time for hugs. That's so funny. I love that. I think the the hug is so powerful. I know. For a lot of people, it would. Before anything else, she's like, this is this is a human issue. Like, let's show support. I know for a lot of people <laughs> uh, it is, but not for Neil. Not not, not for me in that Mr. situation. Logic. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've got an emotional start. It's I'm so funny. Artist. You're a comedian, and you're so logical. It's like what a weird combination. Oh, the comedians are the logicians of the artistic. Are world. they all like that? No, not all of them, but. Of all the artistic professions, comedy is the mo- is comedy is actually very similar to being a lawyer in many ways because mm. you're making an argument, you're trying to convince people, and you're trying to entertain them and engage them. Well, I don't yeah. know if lawyers are trying to entertain, but they're definitely trying to engage, yeah, make a point. Uh, comedy. There's a lot of people Good with point. law degrees go into comedy. That's so funny. Whereas it's very different to something like wow. music. I'd say comedy is actually closer to law than it is to music. Now that you say that, I could so see you going into law if you had a spare <laughs> eight that years. Thing, that just that cocky lawyer. <laughs> My client is uh, not guilty and we'll be pressing <laughs> for an appeal here. I'm, I'm just, I, I love Law & Order SVU, but, man, they make the defense lawyers look like such assholes all the time. Yeah, they are. That's why. <laughs> the prosecution are always very empathetic and compassionate and work tireless hours where the defense comes in there is like you have uh, unfairly charged my client we'll see you in court <laughs> good luck <laughs> literally it's just such cocky assholes <laughs> nailed it that will be you <laughs> no what are you talking about mm. i wouldn't mind being a judge but to be a judge you have to you know work tirelessly being a That's lawyer for so many funny. decades it's a lot of responsibility being Imagine a judge you there. as a judge. What do you think about this? That So Jared Hayne, well, well, I don't know. This will go out in about two weeks, but right now Jared Hayne has just been convicted of uh, sexual assault, uh, minimum of three years and eight months. And the response on social media, and this is just what I'm seeing on the comments and on Twitter and things, it's very, um, it's quite hateful it's it's sort of a lot of comments about yeah i hope he gets fucking raped in jail the bastard the fucking pig or whatever and i thought isn't the wouldn't the most appropriate way to comment on something like that be look i hope he learns from what he's done and i hope he can sort of be rehabilitated like what we were talking about Mm. a few podcasts ago and you know he's wishing Mm. Even if they are a rapist, is wishing rape upon that person, you know, an eye for an eye, and the whole mm. world goes blind. I just, I just, I just wonder about that. Is that really the right way to to uh, treat someone who has been found guilty and will be going to jail? I'm not saying give them compassion, but I'm saying maybe, okay, look, I hope he learns from this, and I hope the victim feels that justice has been served and she can move mm. on with her life. But this whole, like, fucking, I hope he gets fucking raped in jail, the fucking dog. Like, I just. <laughs> it's interesting how this like is. That. It has become quite, um, I guess, a youthful response to these things. And when we think about the TikTok generation, um, the influence that they've had, there's such a strong sense of justice. And that by saying, like they've been able to cancel people, like, you know, people have lost sponsorships, YouTube channels, all these kind of things because it goes viral on on TikTok or the internet or things like that. So there is a strong sense with our youth that 
justice must be served and it must be served hot or ice cold, you know, like violent. (laughs) These comments weren't from... Jen said, I'd say they were actually from a lot of older people. The 40-year-old mums kind of or... A lot of men as well. It wasn't... Uh, this is, again, this is just on the comment threads I was looking at. That's one thing to... Uh, I, you know, it won't be long before the jokes are made about it. I've already made jokes about him. I literally don't even know what the situation is. I haven't uh, so heard of this. He, a uh, former NRL player, uh, he was one of the best. In 2009, he was 21. He dominated that season. And then he just always had a bad work ethic. He was inconsistent. He went to the NFL for a while. There was a civil case against him for sexual harassment or maybe even rape. And then some would say that's why he came back from the NFL. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's still ongoing or what the process is when someone's in a different country. Then uh, in 2018, he um, went to – it was all quite gross the way he went about it as well because he left – he went to this woman's house who he had been chatting with on social media, left the taxi running that he was going to take to Sydney, and this was in Newcastle. And then um, he – when she was there with her mum, first they watched the grand final for a little while, then – he went into her bedroom and when she found out the taxi was running, she said, no, no, I'm not keen on this. I don't want this. And then he tried to sing Ed Sheeran to her. What? Which <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because it was a rape, but what the hell? What are you doing? And then um, he then performed uh, oral sex without her consent and and then bid her or something and, and she had to oh. go to the hospital and, was, yeah, it was it was quite gross. And then, and then he left after she started saying, ah, oh, you know, she was in a lot of pain clearly and, and she said, go to the doctor. He said, no, then he texted her saying, she said, I'm in a lot of pain in a text message and he said, uh, go to the doctor, you, you, you should be okay. But he never even showed remorse or sorry or anything like that. Um, and then they first had a trial last year where there was a hung jury, so they couldn't decide whether he was guilty or not mm. guilty. And and he also just, he, you know, he got married recently and his wife just oh, had a baby. Wow. Oh. And then the course was went to Sydney. I think it was done in Newcastle before. And Jeff Gordon Newcastle's like, nah, I reckon it was fucking consensual, mate. And then it comes to Sydney and they're like, guilty. <laughs> and yeah, he'll be going to jail for wow. three minimum three years and eight months. So that's the situation there. And then there's this other case that's ongoing right now. In fact, there was another so another mistrial. So they've had two hung juries with these two guys. And these are um, players from my team, the Dragons, Jack DeBellin and um, I forget the other guys in that, Callan Sinclair. Um, so they found him not guilty on one of the charges, but on all the other five, they couldn't reach a, a verdict, a unanimous verdict. They couldn't even reach an 11, one verdict. So the prosecution is deciding whether to go to a third trial or not. Oh, gosh. Um, and then there was another dragons player who was found, uh, sorry, who's been, what is it with these dragons? Pete? What uh, sport Jesus, is this? NRL. Jesus. Of course. <laughs> And uh, one of them was accused of doing a, uh, slipping a drug into a girl's drink and then having sex with her oh, no. while she was passed out. And 
his defense is no, I didn't put the that she did get a test and and there, there was I don't know if it was rohypnol or whatever it was there was a chemical of some sort within her system, um, and his defense is well anyone at the bar could have done that I definitely didn't do it and then it was something which she she texted him the next morning saying, um, hey uh, I can't remember what happened and he was like yeah we did have sex but I asked you and. And I asked your friend, so it's all sweet, and I <gasps> and I pulled out or something like that. It's just oh. like when you see the how nonchalant these guys are, it just is. I asked your friend. Yeah, that's the one where people oh. are like, well, "What the fuck?" You yeah. can't ask your friend a friend for consent. But I don't know exactly what he asked. I don't know if he said, you know, um, can I take her home or something like that. I don't, I don't know, but it definitely it looks pretty bad. That one, yeah. they're yet to have the case yet. Um, and like we said in in two podcasts ago, I don't want to comment before the case is actually, you know, before someone's actually found guilty or not guilty. So I don't know uh, what occurred there, but oh, I wasn't expecting to talk about that on this <laughs> podcast, but those are just uh, some of the instances that are occurring. Do you think there's something about professional athletes or particularly professional football players? Yes. What is it? Because that's the st- definitely the stereotype that, it's the you know, it's the footy boy culture. And yeah, that's obviously it. Obviously very high testosterone as well, which... You know, it's not yeah. an excuse, but it's also probably a le- maybe a level of entitlement. Maybe I'm sure they would actually go to a lot of bars and women would throw themselves at them because they're um, these really, you know, physically fit, famous, rich men. But that doesn't excuse them. That doesn't mean they could just entitle to any girl out there. Yeah, I really think it's this kind of group mentality where they're like, man, don't worry, just do it. Like, whatever, fuck this. It's like, it's kind of the same in, although of course not as bad, but it's like the stereotype of people in in marketing always doing cocaine and they all do it together or ballerinas being bulimic and having eating disorders and they encourage each other to do it or shame each other for not doing it kind of thing. Like, are you really going to eat a burger? Like, how many calories is in that? You're a ballerina arena kind of thing so i think it's that and especially with um the peer pressure that men experience and i'm not justifying anyone's behaviors by saying oh they were pressured to do it but it is it is much stronger and when things become normalized a, yeah for men in a sporting in a sporting thing yeah they're like don't be having pussy like whatever and to be isolated from something that is so significant in your life especially if it's your career you're probably m- more obliged to do what the the people do. Mm. And when they have such, you know, they have influence, money, they're skilled, they're whatever, famous maybe, they're going to feel like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm. You know, it's like all these claims about celebrities taking children and doing those kind of things with kids, but then they're like, well, everyone else did it. Have you heard the rumors about Bill Gates? So um. Melinda Gates has filed for divorce and she started the divorce process in 2019 when she found out Bill Gates was associated with Jeffrey Epstein. <gasps> yeah. Just a rumor, pure speculation. Don't know what, what actually happened. Uh, but Yeah, I've been hearing rumors the, about him with that for ages. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, we don't, yeah. It could just be a lot of people hate the guy because he's sort of emblematic of this global order that yeah. is supposedly taking over the world as well. Um, with the footy boys, it also reminds me of something like the the, the um, Australian Special Forces scandal, 
where a lot of people will look past that kind of sort of brutish, uh, callous, uh, uh, warrior-like behavior because of the situation these guys are in. So when you are in the special forces, you have to adopt that mentality of mm. kill or be killed. I mean, this is we're talking about Survival. very stressful warlike situations yeah. where your life is on the line. You can't afford to be empathetic. You can't yeah. afford to worry about your feelings. You just have to go in and and yeah. you know do whatever the superior officer says. I guess somewhat similar to that when you look at something like professional rugby league, it's obviously a very tough, tenacious game where you have to be, uh, you do have to be an alpha male. You have to be very rough. You have to not give in to any pain mm. to um, be able to run hard, you know, 77 minutes in when your team's down by four. And that sort of culture could be conducive to um, a rough character and a rough mentality off the field as well again i'm not excusing it at all but i'm just trying to understand why there seems to be a higher prevalence of uh sexual misdemeanors within yeah i think it's a combination of like you said entitlement ego fame pride and that kind of group mentality i've been watching um the american version of the bachelorette lately with Adrian, it's so I've never watched American ever. It's crazy, mm. so crazy how different. Have you ever watched it? Like it's compared to Australian, it makes Australian laughable in a good way though. Like in Aussie, really? you get like this kind of significant mix of people, like the nerds, whatever, um, people that are kind of like dopey. Some people don't have jobs, whatever. Big mixed people and they, in America, everyone has to be 10 out of 10, successful, <sighs> extremely good looking, basically no sense of humor and very, very high standards. And they have to get engaged at the end of the whoever wins. They have to Gosh. get engaged. Anyway, um, so interesting. But one um, guy was getting kind of, you know, I don't want to say he's getting bullied, but he was just getting like, all this shit was going on. So he went up to the bachelorette and was like, look, heads up. This is what's happening with the boys. Like, I don't know why they're really angry with me, but I just wanted to let you know, you know, this guy's done this, whatever. I feel like you should know. And then every single man there just completely isolated him for ratting out. Like, how dare you? Like, don't snitch to her kind of thing. And then he was hated by all of them, even though he was actually Mm. in the right. And then when I watched The Bachelor, so the contestants are the 20 girls, they'll go to him for anything and be like, oh, you wouldn't believe what Susie said about you. She said that you were kind of like pathetic and yada, yada, yada. And then the other girls are like, yes, tell him, tell him, like speak up. So it was so interesting that like complete opposite dynamic. Yeah, that is a bit of a And they can so see you align with, with the other group with those boys being like, Don't snitch, like <laughs> What were they what did he say to her? Exactly what the other guys were saying about her? No, so basically he long story short, there was a group date where half the men went on a date, the uh-huh. other half could watch, and it was like they were boxing each other. And then <laughs> one of the observers jumped into the ring to box and then he kind of she took him onto the second part of the day along with the other guys and they were like he's not supposed to be on this date like blah 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 and they just started okay. going so hard at him for him and and then he said to her he was like oh look like 
a lot of the men are having a really big issue with me jumping the ring and coming in, oh, jumping the fence, coming into the ring and, and participating in that date that I wasn't initially invited to. Like, they're pretty pissed off about it, like, whatever. And then she went out to the group of men and was like, by you judging my choice to bring him up on the second part of the date, you're judging my judgment and I will not stand for this. And she just like oh. chastised them all. And it was so American. It was so funny. You are judging my judgment. <laughs> Literally her words. And the so. Accent is so, so obnoxious. <laughs> <triggering. laughs> oh my God. No. If that's the situation, yeah. If, if, if he's gone in a, on a date where he's not supposed to, yeah. he shouldn't have done that, first of all. <laughs> and then. He's going up to her being like, oh, you know, the other guys are yeah. judging, but I'm not like that. He's trying to just bring down those other <laughs> men so he can curry favor with her. I'm, I'm with them. Oh. You don't do that. And then she kept bringing the other guys being like- That's not bullying. Pulling them in together, trying to like resolve it. And so one of the men who was in particular hating on the guy that jumped to join the ring, he's like really funny. He's like, there's apparently this millionaire who's just completely ruthless and he ended up gifting the other guy this book on social intelligence and was like, I've studied this and, you know, as a Harvard <laughs> law student, like blah, him. blah, blah, millionaire, and I have four houses across Europe, whatever, okay, mansions. And then anyway, he was like, I've observed you and I've come to the conclusion that you have only one out of the four requirements of social and emotional intelligence and you are completely deficit in 75% of the And just like went on this like total roast. It was Dude, so brutal. I'd, I'd give someone a book for sure. And so funny. I'm going to send you the clip, but it was like ridiculous. So then she like pulls them together and has okay. to hear this. Anyway, it turns into this huge thing. But if it's a situation where someone's getting bullied or uh, someone's done something wrong and you're not willing to tell uh, maybe a higher up or a superior or someone outside of the boys group. Yeah, I can see how that's an issue. But a situation like that where he's actually going to the girl, putting down his male counterparts in order to make him look better, that seems very um, self-interested. Mm. And that I don't think is a noble trait. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like he might have been trying to just give her the heads up, like people might talk shit because they all hate me now, and I want you to know I'm here for the good, like the right reasons. But who knows? Oh, that's different to him saying because oh, he didn't say that. Guys. That was just me yeah, <laughs> putting my okay. own assumption. So who knows? Yeah, that's an interesting something like the the bro code. Yeah, I remember. You're gonna hate that I said this, but um, one of uh, not my last girlfriend, the the one. Before that, uh, she was talking about how one of her exes uh, cheated on her, went to a uh, a brothel with all his friends, and actually slept with one of the girls. And then one of his friends told her, and I was like, "No, nah, you just don't do that." <gasps> I was like, "No, if if my what? friend did that, I would talk to him and say, "Dude, what are you doing? You've got a girlfriend. You shouldn't do that." I would never. If I didn't know, th- now it would be different. If it was, if I knew the girl. Yeah. But if that was my friend, I would I'd be like, it's not my business. But I would say, look, you are cheating. What are you doing? You shouldn't 
you know, is there issue? Are there issues? Is it an open relationship? Oh my but, god! But I don't know. Maybe I've internalized the the unhealthy bro See, code. Do you but know what's I interesting? Like, I didn't like that. that if he did that. I was your girlfriend yeah. in this situation, and you knew your friend was cheating, and you whatever you had a chat but didn't do anything, I'd be like, by you not telling her, you're standing by. Like that would be my <laughs> like assumption of it. Like, how are you allowing mm. this? I she deserves to know. I've been the girl that has told girlfriends hey, your boyfriend is sending me dick pics and hitting on me and continuously harassing me, like sexually harassing me. His, and then I okay. literally said, like, do you want the screenshots? It's up to you. Uh, but If they're both friends of mine, I'd say it would be different. But I if- didn't even know who she was yeah. or him, okay. really. <laughs> if I... If it was my friend that was cheating and then um, I didn't really know the girl that much... No, nah, it's not my place to. It's not my place to tell her. It's it's maybe my place to say to the guy, look, mm. what are you what are you doing? Yeah, sure, this is the right thing to do, but uh, this is so if interesting. If it was my friend, do if she was my this. friend, yeah, then I don't. I've, I don't think I've ever been in that situation. Um, I have been in situations where yeah, my friends have cheated, and and I. I don't know their partners, so I don't know what to do. Yeah, but I'm not going to go and seek, search out their partner, and be like, "Oh, do, do you know that this?" You know what? I'm, not do I'm that, being hypocritical. But... I know someone that's cheated, and I didn't tell her partner, and I don't know. I've never met him. I don't know anything of him, and she was an acquaintance, and I yeah. So I can get I just that. Feel like yeah. it's not my. It's not my business. Yeah. Now, if they did something illegal, or if they um, hurt someone. Well, that's very different. You don't then, you know, use the bro code to look past criminal behavior. But yeah. if it's unethical behavior. Do you know what I think I it know. is? That's a tough one. I reckon it actually depends on the impact it has on you socially. Like I didn't tell one girl's partner that she'd cheated on him because I knew that that would have a huge impact on my friendship group or whatever and people would hate me for it and whatever, all this shit would go down. But with the other girl I told your boyfriend's sexually harassing me, that has no impact on me whatsoever. So it was easy for me to tell them because I don't care. Interesting. Yeah, so I think that's kind of comes into a big play. Well, I've got, I've had girls who are in relationships send pretty explicit Oof. videos and images, but I don't tell the, I don't know the guy. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, look at this, standard. <laughs> just put, put it on <laughs> <No>. your story. <laughs> Actually, it is a bit weird. Some of the really flirtatious messages, pictures, and videos I've gotten from girls who are very clearly in relationships. Wow! And it's of it's you know they've had a fight or something, and they want some validation. I think I don't think they actually want to do anything. They're probably Nothing's going to like happened. his idol, as in you. They're probably like, oh, I know that you're his favorite comedian. <laughs> so they're like, oh, that's toxic. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> No, just some of the messages that I've oh, <laughs> like some are pretty. You poor. should start very flirty messages from girls who. Yeah, that's crazy. A girl um, that I work with, bless her soul, this inspired me. Um, f- was dating someone and then found out he was married, and because she just met him online, it wasn't like she knew the wife or anything, so she extorted him for money. <laughs> <laughs> to not to not <laughs> rat about, and I was like, "Fuck, you know what? Good on you." Like, <laughs> I agree. 
And she got, it, it wasn't much. It was like, I think it was two and a half grand, but still. Oh, it's like, you could have done way more. Like yeah, you should have pushed wow. it for like 12, but you know what? How did she find out that he was? I can't remember actually. And then as soon as she called him out, oh, she stalked his, I think she stalked his social media. Mm, I'm pretty okay. sure. And then when she called him out, he freaked out. He's like, I, I swear I would never do it. Like this has scared me straight. Like the, the thought of being caught, like I hadn't slept with anyone yet like I promise I won't because the wife was pregnant or they just had a kid or something complicated and sad everyone cheats when she's pregnant why but um Damn. then she was like well she goes only if you promise to never do it again and you give me some money so yeah <laughs> I had a girl I was borderline I was this was when I was uh Single, very single, we can say that. And it was another girl that I had hooked up with before and we'd very rarely stayed in contact. I know she had been in a relationship for a while and it, we were really, like, she, she was really close to cheating with me. And even I was like, oh, I really mm -hmm. wanted to. But then I, I just said, no, look, she said something like, oh, we're on the rocks or, you know, he's threatening to break up with me. I was like, are you actually broken up? She said no, and then I, I said, as tempted as I am, no. Wow. I do not want to get involved in yes. some. I don't want some guy, fuck you for fucking fucking my girlfriend or whatever. Yes. Um. Do you know what was funny? It was in the YouTube comments from our episode on cheating. Yeah. So many people were commenting saying about you and I hooking up, even though the fucking episode was about cheating. And um, what what were they saying? We would at the start of it, we talked about our fiftieth episode or something coming uh -huh. up, and what we would do if we'd wear a dress or something. And then someone was like, "They'll probably bang on the fiftieth episode finally, or something like that." Something crude. Yeah, that's a running joke, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and the <laughs> subscribe sure. to the OnlyFans account on <laughs> yeah. our fiftieth episode. Yeah, we'll start that. The sex subscription sells is four thousand dollars. <laughs> But we'll put on quite a show. <laughs> you know, OnlyFans messaged me. They're like, hey, would you like to join OnlyFans? Did they actually? I have a premium platform available. For Did yeah, they really? Be because they're trying to, because they actually don't just offer adult content. They're trying to change their brand to oh, um, show yeah. that it's not just adult content. And I'm like, Nah, the brand's got to change first Wouldn't before I do that. would be so funny that? if we actually did make an OnlyFans and lured all these people into it and then it was just us doing our podcast? <laughs> That would be funny. Let's talk business after. <laughs> yeah, do that, right? Jesus. No, That's I talk, so I've, 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 talk, I've spoken to two of my friends in particular. These two are both very, very good-looking guys, uh, both 6'1", six, 6 six, ripped, one of them blonde, blue art, just, you know. Handsome. Very, very good-looking dudes. And one of them was the one who was a former male stripper, and also he's a he's an entertainer, very charismatic, just kills it with the ladies. And they both talk about how girls in relationships or even married when he was at the strip club will just openly flip, but also basically offer sex and all sorts of things. Wow. When it's just very and he's and he's and my the friend that wasn't the stripper will say, I know they're in a relationship. Wow. I can see on their Instagram. That's so interesting. But it's just those two. Mm. find that very interesting. <laughs> I don't often hear about it from the other side because like two in my girl group, like our group chat, 
this happens so often when a guy in a relationship would do something really sleazy or say something really like inappropriate or whatever to us. Um, but I never hear it from the other side. So it's interesting. But then it was like, is it because these two guys are so whatever one in a million handsome level that they're like, I'd be willing to for like to them. It's like Ryan Gosling or something. I don't know. It seems like that because yeah, it just happens to be those two that are probably the most good looking friends I have. (laughs) 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 One of them listens to it. Shout out. You know who you are, bro. (laughs) Literally all your friends thinking that's me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah, it is. It is a bit funny sometimes. You hear about some stuff. It's. It's. Yeah. It doesn't happen to. It's probably not as prominent as mm. the way it occurs to to women. Um, but it does happen. It just, I guess, only happens to a select few. There's a girl on men. TikTok, and she's like ridiculously hot and funny. And I don't know. If, I don't know her name. You might have seen her. She always goes viral. She's got really long blonde hair, and she's very sarcastic and deadpan. Anyway. Girls always say, can you message my boyfriend and do like the loyalty test? And literally nine times out of 10, they, they're like, yeah, sure. I'll meet up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come over like kind of thing. There's only like one in 10. And she's always like, I post every response. If when I do this, like I don't hide the ones where they say, no, I have a girlfriend. If they say that, I show it. So very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Can't be loyal. What a shame. Ah, <sighs> um, oh, this thing. All right. <laughs> I was going to say something else. I forgot now. Yeah, I even had a girl that wanted – I was asking her because I, when I just got single recently, I was asking her if, you, if she wanted to meet up and we were talking about, yeah, we'll get drinks and things. And then, um, then she said – yeah, but just so you know, I have a boyfriend, and I thought, what's the purpose it, of the meetup then? <laughs> like, yeah, I was, I was, I made it pretty. I didn't make it super obvious, but I was, I was sort of saying, let's let's get drinks, you yeah, know, it'd be fun to flies. hang out again. Yeah. Um. And then I said, I didn't know what to say in that situation. I thought, oh, will it be? You know, is that going to be appropriate then if we yeah. still? Because ha- I was happy to still get a coffee then, but yeah. she said, yeah, just what happened last time can't happen again. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> getting a coffee at like midday. What does she think is going to happen? You're going to become best mates. But and just, then even then I'd, I'd think that, you know, if my girlfriend was going to hang out one-on-one with a guy she'd had a one night stand with that she didn't, she wasn't friends with. Yeah. I'd raise eyebrows. I think, well, what do you, yeah, it's almost like friend. It would almost be less suspicious if it was someone that you'd slept with multiple times and had kind of like a friendship with and a one night stand. And then you're going to see him again as a friend. It was a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I didn't do it in the end because it was just like, morals. It's just coffee. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fair. Good. Good call. I'm such a good guy. Yeah. Look, I I refuse to to uh, be the cause of cheating, aren't I? Just <laughs> the um, the the symbol of virtue. <laughs> um, how often we'll, we'll wrap this one up quickly because this is just a short one as well. But um, by the way, yeah, Eliza can't sit for long periods yes, of time, so apologies. some of these podcasts may be a bit shorter than usual. Uh, how often do you now that? It's very clear on your Instagram that you're in a relationship. 
Yeah. Do you still get very explicit messages? Not as much since I started posting Adrian like every two days on my Instagram. Uh I basically stopped getting them, maybe a couple here and there a week. But before that, it was literally at least 10 a week of just creepy people constantly messaging me. The worst thing was that they were never really – well, most of them weren't strangers. They were people that I had – known or was following or have met or hung out with and, um and what how creepy are we talking are we talking about you know you up or is it hey he's my dick i want to rail you yeah both uh <laughs> just depends on the day so f- friday nights and saturday nights you up doesn't seem as bad as the yeah as a just explicit dick pic yeah ah, hell i've messaged yeah. you up plenty of times yeah uh but yeah, that's true. Um, it's What's interesting, though, is that even when I was telling them, like, I have a boyfriend, piss off, mm. I'd still be getting these messages continuously. But then when I started posting photos of him all the time, I stopped getting the messages because, I don't know, it was, I guess, maybe even more obvious. But it was really frustrating to me that it was like, okay, now I'm going to stop harassing you because I see you have a boyfriend. So I'm going to respect him more than me saying stop like 10 times kind of thing. So... Mm. That's a frequent thing. Like if you if a guy comes up to you at the bar and you say, no, I'm not interested, thanks. They're not going to – they will not – like nine times out of ten, they're not going to walk. They're going to try a little bit harder a few more times. But if mm. you say, I've got a boyfriend, most of the time they'll be like, okay, yeah, fair, and then go. Like, shit, man. Like- <laughs> right. So the, the, uh, the theory is that they will respect a man more than they do yeah. the woman. That's what the yeah. – yeah. That's what you – That's how it comes across. Okay. I don't, yeah, I mean, from a man's perspective, I guess there have been situations where you think being, pushing that line enough, being persistent enough, but without being a harasser can be effective. So maybe that's why some of us push it and in some instances a bit too much and then yeah. Once we find out, oh, got a boyfriend, okay, then there's no chance of any yeah. uh, romance But here. then again, like, you know, in the last year I started becoming really, I guess, intense with – I used to be way too nice and then I would just be inundated constantly with the same people constantly messaging me because I was never – I'd be like, oh, no, like I'm busy, sorry, haha. And now I'm like not interested, not my type, but this is before I had a boyfriend, I just wasn't interested – like best of luck, whatever. And to me, that seems quite final rather than being like, oh, I'm really busy. Sorry. Would have been nice, but I just don't think I'm at the right. I'm really like, you know, got so much going on. I can't date right now. Yeah. Then I can get when someone might be a little bit more persistent, but when I'm Definitely. literally like, nah, man, like you're not my type. I'm not interested. I'm lesbian or whatever. <laughs> and they're still like, mm, okay, let me just try again four more times. And then if that doesn't work, I'll send her a picture of my dick and hopefully then she wants me. Yeah. Or one guy sent me a a picture of himself, a video of himself fingering his own asshole. So (laughs) that was a look. I was drunk. Okay, (laughs) it wasn't that. You know what I think it is? I think because when guys get a nude, they love that. Yeah. So they think, oh, she must love it when I send a dick pic. But but do girls ever send just a picture of their pussy zoomed in and just that? Not just the. I don't think I've ever gotten just the pussy, but I get videos of 
them fingering themselves and stuff. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, and stuff. Sometimes I don't even, I'm like, ah, oh, it's too much. It's, it's a Monday morning. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an ego trip more than anything. Yeah. Usually nothing ever happens. It's, I think it's about, I think they want the, because yeah. then if you don't, resp- you got to be like, oh, fire emojis, ha ha, love, love hard eyes. Because <laughs> if you don't do that, they're going to get, oh, what's wrong? Am I, am I not a hard? Yeah. But then I've, yeah. Uh, once I was, there was a girl where I, she'd come to a show and I'd agreed. Well, I'd said like, she had messaged me and uh, she, she had been pretty forward. Hey, do you want to hook up? And things like that. And I thought, yeah, she's pretty cute. Yeah, we'll hook up. I'll let you know when I'm free. And then... Every day she she kept saying, "Are we hooking up? Can I come over tonight? Uh, We're gonna do this." And then after four days, it was very persistent. I said, "Look, I'll let you know. Just shut up." Like I said, "Just leave me alone." I said something very, "Look, I said I'll let you know. Can you can you calm down or something?" And then she just stopped. <laughs> so good. Because well, you know what, it was just annoying after a while. <laughs> So there I you love go. that. A taste of your own medicine, right? Yeah. Um, good. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to say it. That's the closest I guess I've been Just to that situation, down. but I don't get ten a week. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's so intense. Yeah. All right, well, we're gonna wrap up this one because uh, it's a short one, and we don't want to injure Eliza's back any further. Um, if you liked, let us know your stories in the comments. Yes, please. It's uh, always funny when you do. Definitely, and. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already neilkahaka.com slash podcasts if you want to ask us a question share the podcast if you liked it we'll see you next time see you next week